Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening and welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? I am good. I'm loving this uh, red colour on you, Bob. It really suits you. Oh, thank you. Do you know, I kind of like a little bit of red, but I don't yeah. wear it often. Yeah, no, I'm thinking I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, I'm all good. Do you know what? I'm tired, but we're going to power through. Nothing, I'm not going to complain. Um, maybe busy a little man, bit. Busy maybe man. a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been a bit of a busy man. And I had my family visiting on the weekend, so it's been... Um, that was pretty full on, I'm not going to lie. Um, the kids get up, well, they're up from like half six, but dead on seven. You know, I was I was being woken up, which is like the time I get up in the week if I'm into the office. Um, so on a Sunday, you're a bit like... Ugh. That's only the time you're getting home on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah now, now and again. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so yeah, it's, um, it's been busy. How are you, Bob? You all right? I'm really good, thank you. Really good, babe. I wanted to ask if she was going to go Tower of London. How was it? Yeah, it was good, actually. Um, it, the kids, like, loved it. I think just, there's so much kind of, like, um, like history you can really see there. So, you know, they're showing you, like, they obviously love the, the room where people used to get tortured in. Um, <laughs> really wanted to see that. Um, and, you know, that um, my eldest nephew's been learning about Henry VIII. So um, we saw where Anne Boleyn was beheaded. <laughs> Um, and we had a talk from one of the, they're called yeomen, the men that wear all the big beef eater outfits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we had what we had a little, um, like, uh, sort of not tour, but like he sort of did a little thing for a big group of people. And, um, you know, the crown jewels, they, they loved that. They wanted to go around again and again. But they, they were like, they're not real, though, are they? And I was like, no, they are real. That is like real diamonds. <laughs> yes. They couldn't, like, understand that, like, you would be able to get so close to, like, such expensive jewellery. Um, do they still have the birds there? Because I haven't been since I was so little. And yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. love to do it as an adult because I would appreciate it so much more. But I remember loving it there. I loved a bit of history. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They've got the birds. And they've also, I forgot from when I went last time, they've got like um, this whole section about the wild animals that used to live in the um, in the tower. So over the years, there was basically like a zoo, essentially. <laughs> but, but they didn't like cage the animals. <laughs> So you'd have like lions and stuff roaming around like um, and then apparently eventually about 100 years ago, they decided that, do you know, what, enough people have been killed or had their, you know, hand ripped off by, by a tiger um, that maybe we should um, stop doing this. So, yeah, I was learning all about that. And um, it was just, yeah, it was a really lovely, really lovely uh, um, morning. And then we went out for a nice lunch that my mum very kindly paid for. So thanks for that, mum. That's always nice. Always was, lovely. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a very wholesome weekend. Um, well, it sounds like a danger. I mean, obviously, I know it was dangerous because of the beatings, but what with lions, was either going to, the chances were he was going to lose an hand or an edge. Well, not a <laughs> head. There's only one edge. Yeah, you're only right. a singular so, head. Yeah, if it's somewhere I would have swerved back in the day. I would, I would probably be inclined to agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would thoroughly recommend it um, for, for a little day out. Um, especially if, like you said, you're a history buff. So, yeah. I'm going to do it, babes. I'm going to go good. check it out. What have you been up to? Anything exciting? I have. So I can't say too much about it, but um, I've just finished filming um, something which has, has been so fun. Yeah. Um, the minute I can speak about it, 
you'll be the first to know, of course. Um, and everyone at home. But uh, that's been really nice, and uh, yeah, really, yeah, re- really fun. Lo- completely out of my comfort zone. Something a little bit, um, something a little bit different. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, was it nice so- to was it nice to do a bit of TV again? Yeah, do you know what it, it was? It, it was nice to kind of get back. And I, I know we slowly, compared to where we were even a few months ago, every bit of time that passed, I feel like we get a little bit more normality back, yeah, or yeah. pre pre everything back. But um, yeah, just nice to be back in a studio. Um, obviously, still very much every day having PCRs, which I think is going to continue for a long time, especially in telly. Yeah, because um, you have to make sure, obviously, everyone, not just. Um, my side of the camera, but the crew, everyone yeah. has to be tested, obviously. Um, but no, yeah, it, it was, it was really nice to uh, oh, yeah, get, get back, get back in the studio. Back so, in the saddle. Back in the saddle, babe, riding that horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, well, I can't wait to see it whenever it, whenever it comes out. Um, but it has been a, a fairly busy week in the old showbiz goss, hasn't it? Hasn't it? So, I mean, now, I'm not going to start with Kardashian news this week, which is a shock. You know, oh, no. it's a staple item for our gossip here. <laughs> it is. Hey, hey, hey. But I think we've got to touch upon it because we've spoke about it in so much detail in the last year and a half or so. But Britney Spears announced that she's pregnant. I know, right? Can you believe it? I mean, I kind of think I could see it coming. The minute they kind of took the conservatorship away. I knew mm. it wouldn't be long. I thought, right, it's either got there's either going to be a wedding pretty much around the corner or a baby. Because I think she was quite vocal saying that even down to like she she couldn't birth control, wasn't it? Maybe? Yeah, even down so, to birth control. So the minute that was lifted, I think she's like, right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean I was a little bit surprised as to how she did it, tweeting that Oh no! Put Instagramming a little picture of like a teacup or something, didn't she? Like, <laughs> like uh, okay, Brittany. Um, yeah, and she kind of announced that um, her and her fiance Sam were were expecting. Yeah, probably not not that she wanted to have uh, have a baby. So it's probably her third one. She just turned forty, so her third one at forty, and she's got two teenage sons from her ex Kevin, isn't she? So, I mean, she's kind of starting all over again, despite having done. Um, that the motherhood thing in the past so um yeah i mean it i'm i'm pleased for her um and i hope it all works out for her really because she's yeah like you said she's made it very clear that her life was very controlled under the conservatorship um when her and her father she wanted to go she wanted to be able to drive a car and go on holiday and change the color of her kitchen and make decisions for herself and pay for things with the money that she's earned and also on top of that she wants to be able to get married and have a baby with with sam asgari so you know more power to her i I read a really interesting thing once where it was well around the time her conservatorship was coming to an end where it was like it doesn't matter that like what her like sort of state of mind is it's her money to spend and she should be able to spend it however she wants like, and I'm kind of inclined to agree with that. There has to come a point where she gets to lead her own life, right? And she's doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and I just think it's so sad. I mean, obviously, that there was a, a happy ending to this and it's been lifted. Um, amazing news for her that she's pregnant. But I think it's sad that almost, 
I wonder if she feels like she's lost them years. Although she mm. continued to work and she was earning, really, it, it, and it's thankfully something so hard for a lot of us or the majority of us to get our heads around. Yeah. I, I very much, I remember speaking to you about this um, when we've done showbiz gossip before. I never really knew the ins and outs of the terminology of having a conservatorship. And I don't think it's that big a thing over here in the UK. No. Um, no. But I, I just I can't comprehend how someone could get up, go to work, and forget that it's Britney Spears. Anyone to to be an adult, you, you're earning, you're working, and and like you say, to not be able to choose the the colour of your kitchen or if you want to have a bigger fam. These are things that so many people almost take for granted. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they're such basic things that you can make decisions about. For yeah, yourself. like that. So many people just don't have to give a second thought to in sense of asking for permission. Yeah. So I think she probably feels that she's got a lot of time to make up for now. How many years was she under that conservative? 13. 13 uh, years. And so, and like you say, I think, uh, I think her uh, boys now, this makes me feel old because I remember her being packed and baby babies. I think they're <laughs> teenagers now. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think one of them might even be like 16 or something. Um, but I remember her being pregnant on the red carpet and, um, you know, doing a bit of a Rihanna back in the day. She was very proud of her bump, wasn't she? Um, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, good for her. But, yeah, it's funny because I definitely remember her, um, her having the first two. It's funny when you start to get old, isn't it? Definitely. And, and talking about feeling old, Brooklyn Beckham getting <laughs> yeah. married. I remember David and Victoria. I remember the, the, their wedding. Yeah. Okay, like the, the purple, the thrones. Yeah. Her, her little bump. I think the last performance of Spy Scales. Um like the, I think the last tour before they did like a reunion or anything. And it's just kind of, man, I think because I don't have children, mm. I, but I, I kind of see it with my friends' kids as well. I forget that kids get older, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, no, no, assume that kids stay kids. So, so it, it's just, it, it's, it's a wake-up call. When it went, I was like, like, Brooklyn Beckham's getting married. And I'm like, wow, I, I remember his mum being packed with a bump. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He is young, though, to be getting married, to be fair, isn't he? I think he's 22 or 23. I mean, that is pretty young to be walking down the aisle, wouldn't you say? I think nowadays, yeah. I think if you look back maybe 20, 30 years ago, maybe not so much, but I think people definitely, um, depending on what, I think the same with having children. So I think Mm. people sometimes wait a little bit longer, don't they, um, to start a family, whereas maybe more so back in the day people did it younger. Um, but they say when you know, you know, don't they? And yeah, uh, well, certainly. and it sounds like no, no money's been um, no expense spared. was spared. Yeah, yeah. apparently nearly four four mil. <laughs> She's just just mad because imagine. I mean, we, well, we've got to comprehend to them because to us, if you woke up, imagine waking up the next day on the Sunday, you know, shit, we've just done four mil yesterday. <laughs> That's an an over and off to kind of yeah. get the red around. Yeah. But to, it, it, it's all relative, isn't it? Because I know, I think it's been alleged that David bought, um, and I'm sure Victoria as well, bought him as his wedding present a 500 grand car. And I know a lot of people on social media is going, like, it's half a million pound it's announced, which, yeah, of course, it's, it's so much money. It, it's a, a house and half, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, a house, a car, already yeah, depending yeah, on where yeah. in the UK you live. <laughs> but, um, but to them, and we're not even just talking Beckham money. Her, her dad's billionaire, isn't he? Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. don't know what David and Vicky are worth, and I wouldn't mind being a pound note behind him. But I, I think 
I, I think the, the father-in-law's worth even more. So um, whether he paid or not, it was tradition back in the day that the father of the bride used to pick up the bill. Yeah, I mean, I would have imagined that um, he probably would have, being a billionaire, he probably would be like, yeah, four mil drop in the ocean. I do think something that's interesting actually, was that he, they've both, they've gone for a double-barreled surname, haven't they? So he's now Brooklyn Peltz Beckham and, Beckham, and she's Nicola Peltz Beckham, um, almost sort of diluting the Beckham brand a little bit because I wonder why Brooklyn decided to go double-barreled. Maybe they just decided it's old-fashioned and they wanted to do something like, you know, they didn't just want her to become a Beckham and they wanted to keep the Peltz name as well. What do you think? Well, we're so ahead of the game. If you remember, it was only a few weeks ago, we was talking about should we ever get married? Would we double barrel it? Obviously, yeah. slightly different in a same-sex relationship. But, um, yeah, I wonder... Because, yeah, I guess in, when you think about it, and again, like we spoke about, I guess a lot of girls don't really give that a second thought. Because mm-hmm. when they get married, I mean, everyone, it's your choice if you don't want to, and I know a lot of people don't, Um but traditionally, so you would take the groom's surname. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's um, – I, I didn't see that coming. I don't think – well, you, you don't really give it a second thought, do you, to kind of double-barrel it? But maybe she didn't want to give up her surname. And quite – because I think your name's such a huge part of you. And also, I think – Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she didn't want to give up her surname, if her surname – I guess maybe it was because – when the time comes that they start a family, should they start a family? Yeah. Maybe they want them all to have the same surname. Yes, yeah, a fair point. Yeah. And and also, I guess, as our dad's a billionaire, the Peltz surname has got its own sort of... Um, Bit of clout. Clout, exactly. Like, like, you know, so I can see why maybe that's what they were thinking. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens next for them, for them both. Do you think we'll hear the little... Uh, tiny patter of feet coming soon little Brooklyn pelts coming soon yeah 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 I, I think um, I think yeah we're gonna have granny granny Victoria and <laughs> grandpa David oh, I mean who, who would have thought who would have what thought what a definition of glamour will it be <laughs> yeah. imagine Vicky B as your nan that is going to be one pampered child, whatever. She's going to if, give you more than a word was original, wouldn't she? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, well, we have a very exciting show today. Uh, we have um, uh, Johanna James um, from ITV show Deep Heat on up first. Um, then we have Freddie Bentley, uh, formerly of The Circle. He's got um, some important stuff to discuss with us, actually. He's um, been the victim of a, of a pretty terrible uh, attack Um so it would be really interesting to speak to him. And um, at the end of the show, we've got uh, Ian Waite and Vincent Simone, former, former, former Strictly stars, um, who are going on tour. Um, so it will be great to speak to them. But first off, we have uh, Johanna. So let's get her in for a chat. Yeah, let's do it. Oh. Oh, oh, there we are. Here and not here. <laughs> Hello, Johanna. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Thank you so much for coming on this evening. That's all right. Bit different, isn't it? There's not in the studio. What's going on? Well, we were actually just saying it's actually been two years, almost pretty much to the day since we've um, been doing this now virtually rather than in the studio. Me and Bob have been doing it together for, what, a year and a half. We've actually only hung out once in that whole time. So, <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, so, um, so things are very different. Now, how have you been? What's been going down? Uh, good yeah um filmed the show um 
and just uh, I work a lot online. I, I do a lot of uh, content creation online. So when I'm not trying to be an actor, um, I'm just making stuff on the internet, really. What a nice, what a nice life. Yeah, tell us a little bit about DP. Oh, DP. Uh, it was amazing. So um, I, well, backstory, I, I lost my agent uh, in the pandemic. They did a big cull and I was like, right, that's it. I'm not going to be an actor. I'll, I'll give up. I'll give up. And I kind of put that aside. And then um, I got a, 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 I found a self tape. So I, I sent off this self tape, got a second audition, went and had this massive audition it was like it was quite long. It was like five scenes. There were, it was like classic, like a panel of people. God, do you have to do that much for an audition? I'd be fuming. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, this was the the recall audition, so that means right, that okay. like, they really really like you. It's going to be between you and a few people, and they've got to really just whittle down to see which one of you it is. So uh, we went. It was one. It was on one of those days in the summer that was like absolutely boiling. So I arrived and I was just like wet with sweat. Anyway, like, <laughs> no, you don't feel comfortable or your best on a day like that. No, it was horrible, and um. So we went in, did the audition, and then I didn't hear anything for like three or four weeks. So I thought, oh, that's it, that's gone, that's by then. Um, and then I got a call to say that I got it, and I was like, oh, I think I cried. I was outside at the train station, and I burst into tears. I was like, ah! <laughs> um, and it was great. And then we we filmed um, like sort of uh, September to up to just before Christmas, um, and it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And is that you all wrapped completely? Yeah, we're wrapped. It's out. It's out. Um, it's out on ITV2 every Monday at the moment. So tell us a bit about Deep Heat for anyone that doesn't know. So for anyone who doesn't know, Deep Heat, I don't know, it sounds a bit like, you what? You're in what? Um, <laughs> Deep Heat is about uh, a young girl called Holly, who I play, who desperate to be a professional wrestler. Um, and what's unique about Deep Heat is that it's a comedy with a bit of heart but uh, what's unique about it is that every single actor does all of their own wrestling so we we really did the wrestling um and we, we trained for like a month beforehand uh, and yeah and it's about holly and she's um she's got some obstacles to get over because uh, she like, like myself she's hard of hearing and she wears hearing aids and um so her mum is quite protective and won't let her um wrestle she will let her brother wrestle um and so basically the opening episode her brother nick nitro uh, leaves the wrestling company that her mum owns and takes all the good wrestlers and makes his own like kind of rival company. And Holly is left with all of the rubbish ones, really, like the newbies and the oldies and uh, we're all a bit crap. And um, so she makes the decision to try and run the company and get all of these like goonies um, up to scratch for Slamageddon at the end of the season. And so, yeah, each, each sort of the whole, the whole series is about can Holly get to Slamageddon with the the weirdos and uh it was great <laughs> and how did you find the wrestling side of it had you ever wrestled before pre, pre- <laughs> only in your private time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know only at home but um I was genuinely uh genuinely a wrestling fan me and my brother have gone to we've gone to WWE live for years oh, we've wow. traveled to Liverpool traveled to Manchester um, Glasgow, London. Um, so we were wrestling fans anyway. So when when I got the audition through, I was like, guys, genuine, like genuinely, I am a wrestling fan. And um, and so to actually get to do it was massively different. I have a whole respect for wrestling now. It hurts. It's serious. Like they say, oh, wrestling's fake. I'm like, 
Well, yeah, it's perceived violence and obviously, um, you know, the storylines and, and whatnot. But however, you can't fake jumping off the top rope. There's gravity involved and you are taking a back slam off, you know, a 10 foot drop. Like there's no way to kind of fake that. Um, and it's called a bump and you take many of them. And yeah, I took many a bump in this series. <laughs> I guess it has to be almost like a dance, very well choreographed. Oh, yeah, like you, yeah. you, it has to be because you you have to know when to jump. It's because all over well, people say it's fake. I, I guess you can't just go in and start running around and just <laughs> kind of. Well, we it. we we choreographed everything to make it super safe. However, actual wrestlers, um, it's up to them. So apparently, The Rock really liked to choreograph his stuff because he liked to kind of keep that sort of theatrics however a lot of wrestlers don't they just like to go in and you have to basically it's like having a dance partner where you kind of all know the moves but you don't know what's happening next and there's like a communication and a trust and so yeah some people just go in and wing it and that's really impressive i'm not at that stage yet i know exactly (laughs) when i'm getting slammed (laughs) might be the next series Maybe the next yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the training like then? You said you had a bit of training before. Oh, it was so there's um there's a there's a, a fight school, a wrestling school in South London uh called Play Fight. And we 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 went there and we we trained like twice a week. Um and it that play fight is brilliant. I thought they were gonna go really easy on us. Uh absolutely not. They were like, right, so um just sort of you know, jump off this. This is how you bump. Uh, you know, you've got to keep your back straight, tuck your head in so you don't break your neck. Great, now do this. And they just uh, taught us everything. We were doing we yeah, we um originally they said, Don't worry if you can't do anything, don't feel pressure because we will get like a stunt double in. And then by the time we finished the training, they were like, Well, you actually completed everything we needed for camera. So do you want to just do your own? stunts and I was really like chuffed I was like yeah absolutely I don't mind and then cut to like six weeks later and I'm taking my 20th bump for the day for the camera and I'm like oh I wish I'd had a stunt double actually Um, did some injuries take place either for yourself or any of the cast um I hurt my back in in the rehearsal um I did something to my back and it was the first time I ever went to physio um, I got sent to physio and physio did this and they strapped me up and then they did some sort of thing and like they fixed, I did heal enough to keep wrestling. And then um, I I hurt my, my knee and we had this amazing medic guy who had this like magic spray. It was like a freeze spray and literally you spray it and it just doesn't hurt anymore for about 20 minutes. So they were taping me up, spraying me up and getting back in the ring. I felt so hard. I felt like, <laughs> you know, like there's that thing on the internet where people are going like, I want to go to war. Spray me. I feel masculine. <laughs> like it was, I felt epic. And you also, you do get um, a certain amount of adrenaline. Like one of the, the scenes when we were shooting the big Slamageddon, we had uh, like a hundred extras in. They, they filmed like this little arena, a wrestling arena. And it felt very, and we had to come out and do entrances and then before they said, oh, don't worry, we're going to shoot it sort of move to move to move. We'll do a move and then we'll move the camera and then we'll move again. And then the director came up to me and Richard Fleishman, who plays my brother, because I fought my brother in the finale. And he was like, right, um, would you mind doing just the whole thing? Just like the whole fight in one go. And we just film it all in one go and see where we go from there. And me and Richard were like, all right, let's let's wrestle. And then we made a little pact. We were like, right let's go for it. Like really hit me and I'll really hit you. Like if we hurt each other, we hurt each other. Like agree, spit shake. And we did it. And 
yeah, we were probably throwing each other around. And I think it pays off because in the actual scene, it looks like even I'm watching it going, oh, <laughs> quite you impressed yourself. I'm a professional. <laughs> it's <looking> really hard. <laughs> Did you and Richard make a good friendship filming together? I guess playing yeah. brother and sister. The backstory is that you, you would have grown up with each other. Yeah, we did. We immediately were like, like brother and sister. And Richard is like the sweetest man, and he plays like the biggest dickhead in the show. And he's nothing like Nick, which is um, we did a bit of press before because I was saying that I'm actually quite like my character Holly. And it was it was just there was so much similarity. And and Richard was like, I am. I just want to say I'm a hundred percent not like Nick because Nick is. <laughs> he played he played such a good baddie. Um, it was really e- it was really easy uh, to do scenes with him because I was like, oh, I want to actually hit you. But then the minute we stopped, <laughs> he was just lovely and was like, so tell me about you and like, Ooh, and like, yeah. So Richard was was brilliant. Everyone was brilliant. We had an amazing cast. I've got a name drop. Our amazing cast because I'm 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 a, I'm a, like a nobody and nobody and nobody. And we I was acting with like. Um, Alistair Petrie from Sex Education and Sharon Rooney from My Mad Fat Diary and John Thompson from uh, Cold Feet. I was just like, oh, yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> That's great. Trying to, act, trying to act really cool. Like, yeah. Hi, guys. Hello. hello. <laughs> Are you hoping then that this will lead to sort of other sort of TV stuff or what, oh, have, you got, love what have you got coming up? Anything? I would love to, um, well, I'd love to get a second season because what they did is they, they left, they deliberately left out um, tag team matches, cage matches and any weapons. So for a season two, so that we could like up scale up the, the wrestling. So if we did get a season two, it means we get to bring in the chairs and all of that stuff. So um, yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. Um, currently my next project that's in the diary is uh, I'm, I'm in a sort of running TV show called Four Deaf Yorkshiremen. It's a comedy uh, TV series for um, for BSL Zone, which is kind of like the deaf Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, and that's really interesting because um, every single cast member is deaf or hard of hearing, and it's all in sign language. So that's a really wow. different experience. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. You have to sign all of your all of your lines. Wow, sounds like an impressive project. Yeah, fingers crossed for season two. Fingers crossed. I bet you want to get in there now with the chair and the weapons. <laughs> I know. Now I know. you're a professional. You've done your training. Mm, yeah, I can see it. it. <laughs> and they leave, they, they leave the season, they leave it completely open. So, um, and, and I know what, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the process is. I've never done this before, but um, they, ITV put all of the, all of the costumes and props into storage and the wrestling ring. So that's a good sign. That that's means a good that, sign. It wasn't um, straight on the bomb. It went on either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to buy some of my clothes because I loved like some of the jackets I wore. And so I was like, oh, can I buy And they were like, no, ITV has store in this. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, but yeah, like Bob said, keep our fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, Johanna. Oh, and, thanks, guys. It's been lovely. lovely to see you. And, um, and yeah, best of luck. I hope we'll keep our fingers crossed for it. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Oh, wrestling, Bob. I can't, I mean, that must be, that's some tough stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not much of a wrestler, but uh, I did do a show, I think, a year or so ago. And um, I had to get into basically a very large paddling pool, but like huge, more the size of like a, a small swimming pool, really. Yeah. And get thrown around um, in a paddling pool of lube. 
So I, 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 oh, I, I remember, yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, I, remember, it, yes. I think it was just in like a loincloth. So, uh, it was, yeah, and I was flapping around like a fish in the lube in a paddling. Was pool. this the thing with like the the master or whatever it was called? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I remember that the shock being picked up and thrown to the floor. If, if you're not used to it, it kind of it takes it takes your breath away. It's a little bit like <laughs> shit, like. Which is to be expected. You've just been dropped six foot in the air. Yeah, uh, not not normal behaviour. The fair no, play to all do their own stunts. Yeah, yeah, good on them. And um, yeah, check it out on ITV2. Um, awesome. Well, our um, our next guest, uh, Freddie Bentley, is here. So let's get him in. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How are we? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, Bob. I'm good, Bob. Yeah, more importantly for you, it's been uh, people. Uh, you know, people might know you from um, from your your turn on the circle, but uh, you've had a bit of an experience of late, haven't you? Yeah, I have had a mare. It has been a crazy couple of weeks, but I'm uh, I'm coming at the other end of it now at the moment. Yeah, I- I'm okay. I'm okay. So for anyone that might not know, Fred, will you will you just tell us what, yeah. what happened and explain it all, babe? <laughs> so basically, what happened, lads, is. I was just on a night out. It wasn't late. It was about 8pm in the evening. Um, you know, so it wasn't silly o'clock in the morning. And I was walking to the bar on my own and I got um, a, a lot of homophobic slurs thrown at me, um, re- referencing to the shows that I've done, referencing to being on TV and obviously my sexuality. And I just, you know, walked past them, ignoring it. Um, but it just carried on throughout the night and it somewhat just triggered me and I, um, I ended up giving them peace of my mind, Bob. And what happened from there? So basically what happened was, um, so a drinks got thrown, you know, you know, it's all, it's all escalated very quickly, you know, they, they've, they've carried on with the homophobic chants and slurs and car- carried on screaming things at me. So um, I kind of, what where I was on my own, my adrenaline just took over. I just felt like I was being pushed into a corner and I just felt like I had to defend myself. So a drink did get thrown and um, I did get escorted out by the bouncer just because obviously the, the situation needed to be diffused. It was three grown men against me. And listen, Bob, you know me, I'm not an aggressive person. I'm always up for a laugh. I... I, I but in that moment, I think what frustrated me is the fact that they thought I was vulnerable for being on my own. And they mm. thought that me being gay was a downfall. But, you know, as a gay man, I'm, I'm, the, I'm so proud of being gay. I'm so proud that, you know, with my sexuality and I wouldn't change it for the world. Do you find it bizarre to get your head around the, the, still in 2022 as gay men that homophobia it still exists it's bizarre to think bobby that you know we're in 2022 and think people are so narrow-minded i don't know why people think it's an insult by calling me you know gay this and gay that or what you know whatever they want to call me because i love the fact that i'm gay you know this is actually about me i think my my purpose and my point is that there are so many young gay people that aren't happy with their sexuality and try and battle with it daily i think what was um frustrating for me is that if you know not everyone in our positions bob uh, you know and it, are, aren't confident enough to say something you know haven't got a back you know haven't 
I think it's okay to be spoken to and like have homophobic slurs thrown at them. These mm-hmm. people didn't know me. They they recognised me for the Tom uh, telly. Like I fully respect that I put myself out there to have pe- to have an opinion on. But for you know a young sixteen year old male um, or female or whoever, however you want to you know put yourself forward as that, that then people not you know might not be able to stick up for themselves and defend themselves. And that's what I think upsets me the most. And that's why I, you know, made a bit of a scene out of it and a bit of a science and deal because, you know, I've got a platform and if we don't start doing something, then in 2050, this is what we're still going to be having the same chats. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a valid point. You you said you said a bit of a scene and stuff outside. What happened mm. once you were you were taken out by the bouncer? So it was it, it escalated very quickly. Mm. Like I said, I'm I, I'm not um, an aggressive person at all. I'm always up for a laugh and a giggle. But you know, I I was escorted out in the bouncer. In in the process of me getting escorted escort, uh, escorted out. I've clipped the bouncer's face mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I, yeah, I'm yeah. frustrated at this point that I'm the one being carried out. Um, I'm being carried out and, you know, I was actually the victim, but they, I felt like, was getting away mm. with a homophobic slur, which infuriated me even more. The police then get, did get involved and I was the one that was arrested. Um, after watching CCTV coverage, obviously there's been... Uh, no further action in all all cases, and the other men, all three men, have been arrested, um, which is being taken care of at the moment. Obviously, I can't speak about it too much, but all I all I've been aware of is that they have been arrested and that they're not taking, you know, it's you know they're not taking it lightly. And that's all you can really hope for in those situations. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty yeah shocking that these things are still going on i mean yeah what what are you what have you learned from the experience i guess you know i i've always tried to find my place and what what i wanted to do with this platform and i think more so than ever it's been the biggest wake-up call for me um even the way I carry myself even the way you know I you know I have been nervous and I haven't really left the house a great deal because it has been you know it has scared the shit out of me I'm not Mm going to lie but I just hope that you know any young gay or anyone that's part of my community I can be a voice and 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 help them I'm I'm speaking to a couple charities at the moment which you know anything I can do to help and raise awareness of this situation that's still happening. It's 20. The, the thing that does make me nervous is nervously laugh is the fact that it's actually 2022 and people aren't securing themselves enough that they have to try and drag other people down because of their sexuality. What I get up to the bedroom is no one else's business apart from myself. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you're actually they're actually making an assumption that I am gay. I mean, I am gay and I am proud, but you 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 can't go around digging people out for being themselves, something that they cannot help. And that's what you know, that's what I'm frustrated mm-hmm. about. And I just think it's sad that we even have to sit here and say that things like this need awareness raised. Yeah. You'd like to think that the world we live in, how far we've come that it wouldn't be a, 
as something that even needs to be made aware of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly that, Bob. And I think, do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I was quite naive to it all. You know, obviously I know that, you know, homophobic behaviour does happen, but, I, and, you know, that you get the odd thing on Instagram, you know how it is. But to have it in person, I thought to myself, you have got so much nerve to think that you can bring me down as a person for something that I am probably the most proud of thing, proud of in my life is the fact that my I am proud and I'm gay and I you know love helping the younger generation with their sexuality and coming out and I just thought you you think you can bring me down but actually what's happened here is that you're not comfortable with who you are as a person and you're just jealous that you can't be out there and happy like I am with myself and I think mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to and did the guys apologise? Did you get a moment before it escalated when you was outside? Did <laughs> I mean, we we was very much kept separated. But I have been informed. Obviously, I can't say too much. It's, it's still in, you know, that, that side of it. My side's been clear. But that side of it with the boys is still in happening with the police because I am going to press charges and I am going to, you know, make a, make a deal with this. Because if I don't or if we don't act on this, Bob, then who else is going to do it? I find in fact you met yeah like stuff about it being 2022 I find it increasingly bizarre that like a group did you say it was three men three grown ass men see three so three men have never in their lives come across a gay person <laughs> that like means that they think that like we're we're mm. all some sort of like walking target um that they can just I find it bizarre we're we're all over we're, the place. We're not we're not, we're, we're we're not here, here we're here yeah. we're here and we're <laughs> and fucking listen, get used what... to it, you know? Like it's we're not going anywhere. Yeah. you 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 will not you will not keep us down by shouting at us in a in a bar or a restaurant or the street or in a, anywhere. So yeah. what do they think they're going to achieve? Just make you feel bad. That's what they wanted to do. It, and, and it's exactly that. But you know, thank God that you know, after reviewing CCTV and you know, taking here in my side, the police have been, I must say, amazing. I, I was so scared that this was going to be made out into something that it wasn't, that I'd mm-hmm. been, you know, I'd had a few drinks and I started on someone. It was just the fact that I'm actually confident and happy with who I am as a person. I thought, you know what? Be- because I was on my own at the time, that they thought that they could pick on me on a vulnerable mm. moment. Because I've done TV, because I'm gay, um, I just want anyone to know out there that, you know, within reason, stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. Because if we don't make a stand and, and people think they can speak to us the, the way they want, you know, and have so much fun, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sad situation, really. It is. Well, thankfully, it didn't escalate and become any worse. Bob, honestly, you can imagine it. I've had a right old mare, a fucking shit of brick, honestly. Like... And listen, like I've said, you both met me. You both know what I'm like. I'm a happy soul. I'm not an aggressive or angry person. And for me to lose my temper the way I lost it, I was pushed to it. But thankfully, it's all sorted. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Are you hoping to put it behind you? What, what's what's next for you? Yeah, I mean, I have put it behind me, obviously. I have, you know, spoken to the police about the situation, the boys, um, that's still in process process at the moment. But, yeah, no, I, I, I've put it behind me. I think it has obviously caused me a little bit of anxiety, obviously, because I've never been started on that for my sexuality. Obviously, I've had people yeah, shout yeah. people things out in the street for, like, doing this and doing that, of course, but never been attacked for my sexuality. So it did, it did knock me for six, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, mm-hmm. 
no, listen, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I know that, you know, this has happened to me for a reason. And I'm going to make something useful out of it and, you know, try and turn this negative into a positive and anything I can do to raise or it's not even about raising awareness. It's about educating people that are so narrow minded um, about people's sexuality. What this is coming down to is what people get up to in a bedroom and how they like to express themselves and people actually lose sleep because other people are with men and it's, ridiculous (laughs) ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous yeah yeah um, yeah it needs to it needs to be said more yes definitely um so what else i mean other than this what else has been going on in your world recently oh do you know what i've been keeping busy i'm, I'm now a presenter on tiktok guys so amazing been, yeah so i've been super super busy um i went to see uh there's something about jamie uh, everyone's talking about jamie last week on the theater and oh my god, what a show! Yeah. Um, really, really inspiring. I've just got a new car as well, so book, living the book dream. And busy, <laughs> what I like to say. Book and busy. <laughs> I love that. No, that's great. And and it's, it's it's a shame that something like this has to happen to you to you, to you appreciate how good things are elsewhere in your life. You know. That's it, Stephen. That's it. But listen, at the end of the day, it, like I said, whatever happens in life, my life's already planned out for me. I'm a very, I'm a big spiritualist. I'm, you know, a big reader, a big believer in the universe and angels. And I know that this was meant to happen for other things to, you know, evolve and grow. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Oh, well, thankfully, like I say, I'm glad you're well and that um, it didn't well. become any worse. Now, go and enjoy that motor. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Brittany. Take care, Frank. Bye. 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 It's terrible, isn't it, that these things are still going on? I think I've been very lucky in my life. I've I can count on one hand the amount of time that anything seriously dangerous has happened. Probably not even that. Very, you know. So I, I feel very lucky. But yeah, it's just it can be really shit out there for people, can't it? Oh God, absolutely. And like I say, it genuinely blows my mind that we're as far on in so many ways. Don't we? We're talking about building hotels in space and like how far the world's evolved. You know, if you think about it, like it, our lives, like we can pay with a watch. Apparently, you can have a chip in your hand to pay now if you forget your debit card. And still, something uh, as basic as a sexuality is even people can't get their head around that but can get a red their head around alexa picking a song or google telling you something that you used to have to go to a library for when you were younger yeah yeah, yeah. the world's moved on and everyone should move on with it I think. Yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll go build a five-star hotel on the moon and uh, we can understand that yeah thankfully it wasn't any worse yes that's very true um right our final guests of the evening are here uh Ian Waite and Vincent Simone, so let's get them in. Perfect. Hello. Hello. How, how's it going? Oh, hurrah. <laughs> do, you need, do you need extra light on us? Because maybe this is too much. I don't. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in a tunnel and a car's coming <laughs> towards you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like oh. park in Italy. Oh. <laughs> Ian Vincent, how are you doing? Yes, we're very well, thank you. Yeah, we just finished our rehearsals. Ah, yes. How, how's it going, the rehearsals? How are they going, Bella, rehearsals? Yeah, well, mine's good. I don't know about yours, but... <laughs> yeah, it's good. You've got a new one, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a new woman. 
nothing changed no, no. there. But, um, <laughs> it's always nice, you know, variety is the spice of life. There's <laughs> <laughs> no life without variety. So, it's good. It's, back. it's nice to be back on stage. You know, yeah. the floor was a bit rough, but we do like a bit of rough, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> or you do, apparently. Who <laughs> 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 are? Is it difficult when you, when you change partner? Like you say, you get a new, a, a, a new dance partner, woman, man. Is it? you kind of got to have that moment of getting to know each other uh, and that style of dancing. So I guess it is quite almost an intimate thing, isn't it, dancing? It is. It is. Usually takes um, a while, doesn't it? I mean, I'm my previous partner, Flavia. I danced with her for 25 years. It's I insane, mean, I could have, yeah, I could have killed the woman. I would have been out of prison by now. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about Putin. So, yeah. Um, so this one has only been like a week. So yeah. we're doing really, really well. You we? are, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really worried because I had the dance partner from before. Um, and we'd done this show for three months in the autumn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was more worried about the, the chat because we do a lot of, um, a lot of monologues and a lot, yeah. of, a yes. lot of comedy, comedy between the two yeah. of us. And if one of us forgets one line, then that's it. It's like over. Mind you, we do feed each other, don't we? No, sometimes what happens is he'll forget a line, so I have to feed it to him whilst we're on (laughs) stage. I can remember you're going to ask me this question. Yeah, yeah, I look at at him and say, Bello, what's next? What's next? (laughs) Bello, Bello, speak to me. I see this blank expression on your face. It's lovely. (laughs) In terms of the moves, when it comes, is it that the words are harder to remember than the dance moves? (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, I think what happens with the dance moves is they're just, as soon as the music comes on and you start moving, it's almost like you're possessed by something <laughs> because, <laughs> because you actually, your body just does them and you think, God, shit, if I was, if I was, excuse me, I'm not allowed to swear, am I? I think I got in trouble last time. Um, and uh, your body just gets possessed and, and all of a sudden you're doing the steps and you, you think, well, if I had to teach it, there's yeah, no chance no. I'd teach it because I wouldn't be able to remember it. But my body just does it, you know, yeah. when we get out there with yeah. the music. Mm. Is that just... Well, you, oh, sorry, Bob, go on. I was going to say that almost like, I mean, obviously concentrating, but when you get in a car, sometimes you get someone, you, you don't even think about driving, even though you're concentrating. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's or, so automatic. Or in the bedroom, you know what to do anyway. <laughs> it's the same thing, isn't it? You know? If you say so, to my audience. This was it to my female well, audience. Well, they're too old, our audience. They're all too old now. <laughs> but then I said, if I could do this on the dance floor, imagine what I can do in, on, in the bedroom. Wow. But they yeah. love yes, that. Imagine it. Yeah, that's that. why they're always at stage door. Yeah, <laughs> one lady said, oh, Vincent, your tango shoes would look amazing under my bed, in my bedroom. <laughs> Um, I mean, this is this is an ideal crowd, really, isn't it? For you guys, yeah. I, I can see why. Yeah. So, what can people expect from the show? So, there's a bit of comedy, there's some dancing. So, we've got a lot of variety in there. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of strictly shows on, and they're like two hours of dancing. Whereas ours not like that, is it? Maybe it's because we're more you mature. You can't be asked you know? to do two hours of dancing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you know, there's only five of us in the cast. There's us and our dance partners, and we've got an amazing singer. Who's a very musical theatre because a lot of the show is themed around musical theatre shows and, mm-hmm. and songs. Um, but it, it, you know, it's more about 
uh, it's more about entertaining the audience. And we always say this is like the show for the man that's been dragged along by his Strictly um, uh, wife. Uh, his wife, yeah. his wife, who's a big fan of Strictly, you know, because because we have a lot of comedy in there. There's there's quite a lot of sort of near the knuckle jokes, mm-hmm. isn't there? And yes. and obviously we have our standout performances, yeah. you know, like his Argentine tango and and my brilliant ballroom dances and you know, sizzling been, yeah, Latin. We, we have been amazing. Performance. Yeah, and uh, but it's it's more variety. We do a comedy dance yes. together, don't we? Yeah, we dance together, believe it or not. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you know how tall this guy is. It's like a giraffe. You understand? When he walks on stage, <laughs> stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. See, I have to put him on a bolster seat. <laughs> I did. Yeah. He was like, I'm on the little buffet and he's on the... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm only five foot two plus, plus B.A.T. though. Yeah, oh, plus B.A.T. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a fun show to do and, and like going up and down the country and seeing the various audiences. If they like like old school and uh, old school Strictly, which we are, there's not many of us around, us and Anton. Anton Dubeck. Oh, is he still alive? <laughs> oh my gosh, he's alive! <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> just, just holding on. Yeah, 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 he is, yeah. Talking of Anton. Yeah, he's working. I That's mean. the news. Do you think he'll be coming back as, as a judge this year to Strictly? Because he, he finally got there. I mean, I think he's one of the years, don't they? Or, or, or the Ronos, well, they... is Bruno coming back? Well, they've not announced Anton as a as a pro dancer, so we assume that he's going to come back as um, a judge. I don't think they've been asked yet. You know, the, everybody's always asked quite late, and uh, I don't think the judges have been booked yet, which which is bizarre to me. Surely yeah. you'd you'd know by the beginning of the year whether you want them later on in the year. So, yeah. so I but think he did a brilliant job last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And I think I he's sort of, yeah, he's sort of a Len character, isn't he? You know, he's got a great character. He's very old school. He knows what he's talking about. He knows about. what he's talking about sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we love Anton. He's <laughs> Ooh, brilliant. Yeah, he's a good addition. <laughs> and I guess as well, being a judge that's been the other side knows exactly what the pros are going through, what the celebs have gone through. So it kind of brings something different to the panel. Yeah, that's true. I would hate to be a judge. Why? Because I only love to talk about me. I don't want to talk about anybody else. <laughs> I'm wasting my time. No, oh, this, really is, this, is, this is what this yeah. is the professionals of Strictly Come Dancing. This is exactly <laughs> yeah. it, isn't it? We want to talk about I'm ourselves belly. and our dancing. Yeah, they only care yeah. about themselves. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why they've done so well. Yeah. The pros, you but know? our egos are too big. They're I mean, not they're... like this on Dancing on Ice. No. You know? Those pros, they're not like... <laughs> They've got, we've got much bigger egos. Yeah, they used to use two cameras to record us in the BTs, yeah. one for our bodies and one for our ego. Yeah. Two, <laughs> it won't fit in one camera. <laughs> well, I've heard all the rumours about what goes on behind the scenes, so yeah, I can imagine that maybe it's true. Well, it goes on, on yeah, Strictly stage behind Strictly. Well, you you do, miss, I mean, that's a show? show in itself, just Vincent. Um... <laughs> Well, there's been times where I did, and then luckily I was asked to go back to choreograph the Argentine tangos for the couple, mm. and I'm glad I did, because when I, I decided to leave with Flavio to go into the West End and everything, I was a bit doubting mm. myself. Then I went to do the jungle with uh, your friend, Joey Essex, 
Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, I was like, You say he's a friend just because he's been on the same show. What does it mean, say he's a friend? Well, they speak the same language. Collie. I mean, it's like me saying to you, you're like, I love that. That's like saying, that's like saying, oh, you're a good friend of like Giovanni. Well, it's just because they speak the same language, oh, yeah. same country. Essex is a different country, isn't it? <laughs> it's not, it doesn't it is really. I think it probably is. It yeah, is. you're not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong, yeah. but <laughs> So, yeah, going back on Strictly, I actually choreographed for the couples, gave me the final uh, decision to say, oh, thank goodness I left because the days are so long. Mm. Training with your partners, literally the yeah, whole yeah, week, yeah. the whole month. In our, in our era, months. we were only doing like 12 hours a week. We yeah. could do it, and they were like doing their minimum. Now they're doing like 40 to 50 hours a week. I mean, it is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 They work so much harder, don't they? That's why they're better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think they are? Do you think they are? Yeah, I think they're, they're amazing now. Yeah. But I think, you know, a lot of the celebs that go into it, they're, I mean, obviously the pros are not better, but um, <laughs> the celebs going into it are kind of, they're already clued up. They know what they're going in for. They know if they're a good dancer or not. And they'll put themselves up if they're good. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, you always, I always think it's funny with Strictly is you can tell that at the halfway point when everyone started to flag a little bit because they didn't, they maybe they weren't anticipating they were going to do that well. And suddenly they're on like week seven and they're like, woo, yeah. I've got to do this yeah. on my other job and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. It does get really hard. I but I think another no, because all these big reality TV shows, now people, so many people have done it. People have friends, mm. they call each other and they ask what it's like and they say, going to be hard you need to work they know at the beginning they didn't know you you did year two and the people didn't know no i did year one year one we did two seasons in the first year so yeah two seasons in one year yeah oh really first year first year 2004 we did the spring that was the first series and then we did the autumn yeah wow it's amazing though how i mean last year was quite an iconic year for strictly (laughs) But it's incredible. Every year, they just up their game. Considering the show's been on, like, what is it, 14 years now? Um, well, I think we're on season 19, actually. 19. So it's been 18 years. 18 yeah, years. 18 and you think years. Like, it, yeah. it becomes, it's become so diverse, which is amazing. So yeah. And, and yeah, and it just it, it it keeps it just keeps going. What would you like to see from the show, say this year or next year? Like, do you like how the show's going and evolving? Well, uh, you know, it's been amazing being a gay man myself to see. Did you know that? No. Oh, <laughs> Are you gay? Tours, Sorry tours to tell you that. But <laughs> I just say, say this there. I'm not gay. My boyfriend is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to see John and Johannes out there. When they came out mm. that first week, I mean, they came out a long time ago, but <laughs> when they came out the first week with that tango, it was just, Definitely. I mean, it made me want to cry. And also to make final, um, you know, it, it, because actually back in our day, we could, I couldn't have done that because it wasn't accepted. Yeah, Even then, you know, and it wasn't that long ago that mm. they wouldn't, risk it with the audience but now you know everybody accepts it and it's kind of normal yeah hopefully what i would like to see this year is uh, a male duo and a female duo so both why yeah. not yeah, yeah I, I, I like to watch the female duo and be there because <laughs> you know what my favorite position is the, the 70 <laughs> why why the 70 a 69 plus someone watching okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. 
you're as well, oh. you? <laughs> I know that, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I actually, I really embarrassed myself quite drunkenly. I was watching it with my auntie and her husband when um, John and Johannes came out. And then I, I did start crying. My uncle was like, Jesus, calm down. It's just a TV show. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, but you don't understand what representation means yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, 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 yeah, it was such a special moment. And also, obviously with uh, Rose and, and Giovanni doing that that piece uh, that went silent at one point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and we, we we were able to imagine it, how she is feeling it and experiencing it. You thought it. the TV was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Banging the telly, yeah, no. I can see. Yeah. No, but, but I would have liked to dance with Rose, but they said no, because our couple name would be Waitrose, so they wouldn't have... <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Think, think of the hashtag ad you could get now on social yeah, yeah. media. Can't, can't do that with the BBC, can you, Bob? That's I the problem. Can't, can't, can't be getting Waitrose sponsored yeah, ads. You can't, yeah, you can't, can't be getting the spons. Um, no, so, yeah, no, can't so tell us uh, the tour kicks off when? So we actually start this Thursday on the 14th of April. We're in Worcester right now um, at the Premier Inn, as you can see by the purple light. Lovely, <laughs> yeah, the purple. I thought as much, yeah. <laughs> we allowed to advertise that? Oh, too late. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really looking forward to it because we were actually, two years ago, just before COVID struck, we were actually, we did all our rehearsals, uh, pre-rehearsals in Worcester, and we were about to open in this theatre. We did our dress run, and then we closed down for a year and a mm. half. So... Two years later, we're back here to do the show. Uh, yeah, so a lot of those people that are actually got the tickets have had them for two years. So, and so they're still alive. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's an Anton show, <laughs> and after the be. last two years, everyone wants more than ever, don't they, to go and see something live. So I know can, exactly. Where can we get tickets if we're looking for them? And when are you on tour until? So there's the website, uh, www.theboringboys.com, and it's got all our dates and a link to all of the theatres to book the tickets. So, um, yeah, we're doing a UK tour and we're doing Ireland, so um, we're very excited about it that. It is a beautiful show. Honestly, we're proud of it because mm. we're so professional. We care about what we do, and the people are never going to regret it. They're going to love it, and we know they're yeah. going to love it. And it's a very intimate show. You know, we like to get the audience involved. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just no have touching, a good time. No, no touching. touching. Only yeah. window shopping. COVID only window shopping. Yeah, only window shopping without licking the window. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a fab night out. Yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, boys, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate it. And yeah. best of luck. Thank with you for it. having us. Yes, thanks for having us. No thank you. Take care. Best of Bye, luck. Guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 I mean, sounds like a brilliant show, to be honest. Doesn't it just? A bit of everything, <laughs> I think. A bit and of dance, right. bit of and music. It's funny because my, my when I saw Sophie Lispector, though, it was, that would have been two years in the making, <laughs> you know. So, um, you know, a lot of people are suddenly starting to go and see those things they've been planning on for a long time. So, yeah, exciting. Glad, glad that they're back. Well, what a lovely show, as ever. Um, what have you got coming up this, this week, Bob? Anything exciting? What is this week? Um, the Easter weekend. Easter weekend, yeah. So I'm taking mum to the theatre um, this weekend on Saturday. So that'll be it. Yeah, it's good. I didn't realise, I never know 
Is it just me that never knows when Easter is? Because doesn't it change? It changes every, every year. year. Yeah. Like Christmas is normally like the 25th of December. Yeah, well, yeah. I can get my head around that. It's not I normally know. like it is dislikes. Yeah, <laughs> so every year is different. So who's <laughs> deciding every year when it is? Well, anyway, that's another story. But point. basically, I didn't know it had come around so quick. But um, yeah, really nice. I'm, gonna, I'm taking Mummy Norris to the theatre on Saturday. Um, be with the fam Sunday, Easter Sunday, and then catching up with some friends Monday for a nice little bank holiday Monday. The weather's meant to be really nice. Yeah, so, thank um, God for that. Yeah, how about you, babes? Uh, probably sleeping off my difficult week. No, I've um, <laughs> I've uh, I've got some plans in to see some friends and go to some brunches and just generally have a nice time. Really, yeah, looking forward to it. Perfect bank holiday weekend. When exactly. do you finish in the office Thursday? It'll be well. I'm, no, in the office uh, Wednesday, but um, but then so I'll be home on Thursday, and then nice. yeah, it'll be uh, and then. So it's nice to have the four week, four day a week, four days off, another four day week. I mean, you can't can't complain about that, can you? I mean, that's lovely, isn't it? Figure should be like that all the time. To be honest, I'll be well up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Well, uh, great show. Until next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, guys.